Art can act like a time machine, following someone's every thought and feeling, energy and aura, opinion and propensity throughout one's life. I've been blessed with the opportunity to time travel myself with published works that date back over a decade and private work going into my early teens. I still have some of those writings, music and poetry scratched messily onto tissue or a ripped piece of cardboard paper, then pencil, and pen, crayon, marker, chalk, whatever I can get my hands on in the moment. Static infused computer mic mixes and freestyles, thoughts and opinions, visions and vibes. I've lived long enough to flinch at my old work, to read it and hear it and feel so far from it that it's discordant, not me, not relatable, a level of darkness and anger, a willingness, a violence. You don't think you change that much, like I still have a darkness or a willingness. You live and grow, evolve, but you keep a core to you, no? You have your memories, so you think that's all a part of you, until you experience you, that you from this vantage point. Reading my writing from 20 years ago felt uncomfortable. I felt a sense of shame. Reminded of how bad things were, how lowly I thought. The depth of my darkness then. My lack of hope. My obvious fate. I am not this person at all anymore. I came face to face with a dead version of myself. Someone fated to die and did just not in the way we all expected. One could not read these works and imagine me today. I hit my stride in my late 20s, started transforming, evolving. Was it puberty filtering out? Some final part of my brain being formed, a spiritual awakening? We were all seemingly headed nowhere in life at the same time. Those younger years, I was no different from those dead or in jail today. I attribute the mere opportunity to succeed to dumb luck and time. Luck in the sense that sitting in the right lawn chair allowed me to go on living while someone as talented and intelligent as me was killed. So many opportunities I was two feet to the left or a few inches to the right. When several of us were jumped by police, beaten and cuffed, ready to be taken in, my friends would tell them they, they didn't know me or I wasn't involved. I was let go while they were hauled off. And by time, I mean, there's a moment where you just click, where you can see all those unlucky people who didn't make it to a clear and free 25 years could have very likely clicked as well, if they could make it that far. I've gotten better and better, objectively, no two ways about it. Makes me think of hip-hop, people we knew then and know now. The Troublemakers, the Dr. Dre's, the Ice Cubes, Snoop Dogg's, the Busta's, Styles P, Jada, Jay-Z, Nas, Royce. I won't sit here and do a case study on each of them because I could go on forever. There's countless examples of young troublemakers, problems, growing into mature and positively influential men. Switch out of our current era. The Malcolms and Martins, Muhammad Ali's, James Baldwin, Miles Davis, Obama, Jesse Owens, Richard Pryor, again, an endless list of great black men. Look into their childhoods, their upbringing, their troubles. Shit, we don't even hear much about Jesus until he's a fully formed, actualized adult. Greatness grows. 
flashes of brilliance in young black men with problematic upbringings evolve into greatness given time. Black boys being killed or institutionalized has removed that privilege of time and thus we end up with these eternally stamped identities as criminals and lowlives, animalistic, but it's all just a matter of luck and time. And you were the same. We all grow up, privileged and underprivileged. It would be unfair of me to hold you accountable for the actions and thoughts of your early years for the rest of your life before all your stages of evolution in mind and spirit. The difference between the privileged and underprivileged in this scenario is not character, it's luck and time. Remember the privileged young boy in another environment is not being held accountable in the same ways for doing the same things as the underprivileged. The first time he steals candy from a convenience store, he first fight in school, his angry teenage years, his rebellious nature in school, with police. He may make worse decisions more often than the underprivileged boy, but this boy is given second, third, fourth, fifth chances. He is given time. Boys will be boys, as they say it, and when he is given the opportunity to breach that symbolic 25 years, he is able to change too, evolve, see straight. See, human evolution does not only occur over hundreds of thousands of years, it happens over one's lifetime. We should not be holding great men accountable for their hard pasts, nor should we be holding potentially great men accountable for their age-appropriate shortcomings. You were once them. There is a thin line between being reformed and being a hypocrite. Let these young black boys grow up. I think it's safe to say we have countless examples of great men who were problematic boys. So let's support our boys today. Show them the grace that their privileged counterparts are shown and give them the time they need. I go by the name of Septo.ca and this is The Left Column.